You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the 930 half-hour section of our Real Presence Live today. I'm Chris Euler. And I'm Dominic King. And we are broadcasting live from Everdeen Ron Colley High School at the Campus Ministry Center. Uh, and we are excited uh, for our show today. Uh, at the first half, uh, the bottom half of that last half hour, we brought to you guys the Gift of Hope ticket giveaway. Uh, and we still got one set of tickets left to give away. So David and Julie both called. They claimed the first two set of tickets. Uh, if you are thinking about calling, do it because you can still win. Number is 877-795-0122. Call on in. To the number once again eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You could be going to an awesome concert this weekend. But while you're doing that, we are excited to be joined by the Ron Colley admin team. Uh, Tim Weiss, Tammy Cost, and Paul Flory are joining us today to talk about the great things happening at Ron Colley and Catholic education. So, uh, thanks for being here, you guys. And take a minute. Uh, let you guys introduce yourself. So. Thanks, Chris. Good morning. A uh, couple things. I guess if you want me to introduce myself, that's what I'll do. Uh, Tim Weiss, president of the Aberdeen Catholic School System. And uh, in terms of an introduction, I, I think I want to talk about my family. Married to my lovely wife, Jeanette, um, for coming up on 35 years this year. So right. August 7th, we'll have been married 35 years. Um, been a true blessing in my life. Uh, Jeanette and I have had five kids. Uh, Jake, our oldest, lives in Redfield. Um, he has our only grandkids, so Jake and Cassie, uh, married Cassie uh, and Casper, and Rosie, or Rosalie, uh, we call her Rosie, uh, are our two grandkids, and there is another one coming in May, so we're excited about that. Uh, Sam, our second son, lives down in Texas. He's a firefighter. Um, too much information here, but he just got a promotion, so we're pretty excited about about that with Sam. Uh, Abby and Mandy, uh, we cheated. Uh, four pregnancies, five kids. Uh, so so the, the twins uh, both live in Bismarck. Um, Abby is a teacher at the Christ the King Montessori School in Mandan. Um, and Mandy um, is a PTA, physical therapy assistant, in, um, in Bismarck. And so they, in fact, turned 27 just this past Thursday. So St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. Yeah, we're, of course, my last name is Weiss, so we're German, but <laughs> they think they're Irish for some reason because they were born on St. Patty's Day. Um, Elizabeth, or Ellie, is our uh, fifth child. Uh, she's married to Kenny, and they also live in Bismarck. So we've got uh, the three daughters living in Bismarck, and they love it. Um, uh, Kenny, uh, our son-in-law, is in construction, and Ellie works at University of Mary as an athletic trainer. Uh, in terms of how I got to Roncalli, uh, this is my fourth year as president of the Roncalli School System. Um, I started my life in public education, 1987, uh, and was in public education until the year 2000 as a teacher coach and also as administrator right here in Aberdeen with the public school system. Became principal at Roncalli, and then... Um, Interesting development. I left education for 17 years, moved to Wapaton. Um, all the kids were born while we were in Aberdeen, but we pretty much raised our family up in Wapaton, so up in North Dakota. So uh, um, those are special years also up in Wapaton. I was in sales, going around to different schools, doing uh, school fundraising. I uh, had the opportunity to, uh, interesting career path, opportunity to come back into education and come back 
at Roncalli because I was principal in the year 2000 for a year before I left, and then I came back as president. So that was that's an interesting um, career path, but uh, very much enjoyed it. And so that's about me. I'll pass it to Tammy. All right. Well, that's an interesting act to follow. You have a lot of information there, Tim. So I'm Tammy Cost. Um, grew up in the area, grew up in Ipswich, a member of Holy Cross Church out there in Ipswich, and I got my start in Catholic education uh, there in Holy Cross, went to grades uh, first through sixth. Uh, after that, I uh, headed out to the Minneapolis area and uh, went to travel school, so I spent some time uh, traveling the, the United States and, and some Caribbean islands and things like that, which I fully enjoyed but felt something was definitely missing. So went back a little bit later in life and got my education degree. And then, of course, children came along the way. I've been married to my husband, Mike, uh, for 32 years. We have four children. Uh, my oldest is Hosea. He is a grad assistant, uh, grad student down at USD and is expected to graduate here in May with a degree in communications. And I have a son, Caleb, uh, who is in Watertown. He went to Lake Area and is now employed uh, there with a building company. And then uh, Jonah, my son, is out at the University of Minnesota there on the uh, lovely campus there in Minneapolis and studying journalism. And then our youngest, Lydia, is in seventh grade here at Roncalli. So it's been a fun journey. Uh, decided after Lydia uh, was leaving the house to go to preschool that it was time to head back to education. So I have been teaching at Roncalli for eight years in second grade. Absolutely loved second grade and being able to uh, share the sacraments mm -hmm. with those students at that age. I uh, had the opportunity to go back and get my master's degree, which I did uh, uh, in education. I uh, had someone mention to me that I should consider uh, principalship, which was uh, the furthest thing from my mind at the time, but I uh, went back and fulfilled those uh, uh, classes as well, uh, which brings us to today. I am the principal, uh, K-6 principal. Uh, I go between the primary building and the elementary building and uh, absolutely uh, love that. So that's, that's me. Hi, I'm Paula Flory, and I am the 712 principal here at Roncalli, and this is my seventh year in the system, uh, fourth year at the high school. Uh, my husband and I, John, have moved back home, basically. I am originally from Roslyn, South Dakota. Uh, we spent 18 years in uh, Iowa. At, I was the guidance counselor at St. Edmund High School in Fort Dodge, and then came back home when my daughter... Uh, moved here and we figured if we were going to see grandkids we better come back here so been at Roncalli since 2015 um, our oldest daughter Jordan just turned uh, 30 and she she's going to love that I just said that on the radio. <laughs> um, but she has uh, she and her husband have two kids and then my son Lane is just got married and uh, our daughter Bailey um, lives at our house with us with our other grandchild and JP is our youngest, and he's a sophomore here at Roncalli. So that kind of sums up my history, I think. All right. There you go. Uh, so thank you guys for sharing that. Now, as we're looking at Roncalli, right, um, wonderful Catholic school, wonderful opportunity for our kids to grow in the faith. Uh, so my question, I guess, to you guys is uh, why does Catholic school matter? A couple of things. When I interviewed for the job four years ago, um, 
it matters because we make a difference in the community. Uh, a couple things that the school board was interested in four years ago was was how we can grow. And, mm. and so how has Roncalli's school system grown in the past four years under our leadership here? Um, well, I, I guess I go back to, in the original interview, a couple things that they were interested in is, is number one, to be boldly Catholic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, not hide that, but, um, you know, to to visually be boldly Catholic and and also uh, in the teaching of our kids to be boldly Catholic. So that's important as we go forward. That's important to all three of us to do that. Um, they also wanted to stop declining enrollment, uh, and we've, done, we've managed to do that, and also um, have some stability. So we, we went through a number of presidents in... I don't know how many years. Uh, so our leadership, both at the schools and in the school system, uh, seemed to be a bit of a revolving door. So we were here to stabilize that, and I, I think we've done that. So that's one of the things uh, that that we would like to talk about is, you know, what we make it, how we make a difference in the community, and we think we do. We think, yeah. think we make a positive difference. I think it's also um, Catholic is definitely different and needed. Our students here are just high school students dealing with uh, real life problems and when they can bring God into it and their faith into it, it helps them um, delve into those problems and have support that maybe they wouldn't normally have in an other school system. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an important part of why Catholic is important. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I was a parent of Roncalli students long before I, I worked here. I knew that I grew up in Catholic education and knew that I wanted that for my kids. One of the main reasons we moved back from uh, Minnesota when our kids were small was to start that, that Catholic education, that Catholic journey with, with our children. And as the principal, it, it's, for me, it's all about relationship. You know, our students' relationship with their teachers, relationship with one another, and the ultimate relationship is with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we are called... You know, to call to to bring them to Jesus in that way, and so I just I love watching that on a daily basis with the kids. And I knew that when I went, came back to teaching after raising my family when they were younger, that this is the only place I wanted to be, hmm. the only place I wanted to do what I do, and I, it's just so so important. I, I just know for me personally, you know, going through the Roncalli school system, what I love to see is are the priests, you know, so involved with the with the school. So could you maybe comment on that, just? What positive aspects they bring to the school, and and uh, and how they've kind of changed and affected the culture of the school. Well, I would say up here, Father Kapperman has definitely affected the <laughs> culture of our school. Um, the kids gravitate towards him; they see him um, as a priest, but as a normal person mm-hmm. and somebody they can go to and talk uh, to if they have a problem, and they trust him. And he really cares about our students and their faith and their growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other priests as well are up here and they attend the ball games and they make it part of their lives and the kids really respond well to that. Mm-hmm. So I would say in our building we definitely are blessed to have Father Kapperman and the other three priests as well. But as we see Father Kapperman mm-hmm. weekly here, yeah. um, he's definitely made an impact in our students. That's great. Logistically, Father Kaplan is up here in a grade 7 through 12 building yep. every Thursday. Mm-hmm. He spends his day up here. Uh, we often see him at other times, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I think Paul is correct. He's integral to what happens here in the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, part of that is uh, he brings he brings his own 
experience mm -hmm. uh, through growing up. Where did he grow up? West, West uh, Hartford, Hartford, Hartford yeah. South Dakota. And so a lot of that, uh, he's he's a he's a young priest that is uh, very wise. And so we appreciate uh, him being here. But I, I wanted to speak to Father Dickinson. Father Dickinson's our pastor here yeah. in Aberdeen mm -hmm. of uh, both St. Mary's and Sacred Heart, and um, he has made youth a priority in his life, as I think Bishop DeGroote has, mm -hmm. and it's it's noticeable in how uh, how involved they are with our school system, mm -hmm. and it's just wonderful to see. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I would definitely agree. At the primary and the elementary, we have weekly priest visits. They're coming into the classrooms, just even with those littles as young as three, making their presence known in the schools. Uh, we have weekly adoration, which we hadn't had before, uh, with this age group of students, and to, to watch those kindergartners go over to the church and learn what that's about is it's just an awesome, awesome uh, thing to see. And then we also have weekly visits where they come in. We have um, you know mass once a week, which you know we cannot uh, stress enough how important that is in that yeah. journey is to have uh, those masses, and the, the children are actively participating in that liturgy. You know, you see a first grader stand up there and canter. It's just yeah. <laughs> awesome. And so those are opportunities that we're able to have with those priests uh, in our building, making those, those students a priority. Yeah, absolutely. And I, 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 I've been teaching here and working here for four years too, and I've definitely seen the priests have played a profound impact in the lives of our students, in the lives of our staff, in the lives of just the culture of the school. But we got to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we'll finish up the interview with the Ron Colley admin team. Uh, stay tuned to Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can
can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant CI exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Real Presence Live here in the 9 o'clock hour. We are excited uh, for a great show today. Uh, currently, we're here with the Roncalli admin team sharing all the great things about Roncalli, about why Catholic education matters, and why our faith is at the forefront of educating our youth today. But before we dive back into that, I just want to remind you guys, we have one more set of tickets for the Gift of Hope concert with Unspoken at O'Gorman, uh, the O'Gorman Performing Arts Center this Saturday. So call on in, 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. Dominic and I would hate for these tickets to go to waste. Yes. I know. We can't go. Get in on it, guys. We got, we got the wrong collar ball. No, we can't. We, we can't go, so you're going to have to go. Mm-hmm. Right, it's too bad, Dominic. We could leave our wives. We could, like, we could roll Just together, us. Huh? keep our wives and their kids at home, Let's and you it. and I could go. Okay. All uh-huh. right. It's a plan. Okay. Consider No, just just call so we don't have to go, all right? <laughs> I don't think my wives would be too pleased. No. But, yeah. Be a fun as who falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah, they might be happy to get rid of us. Honestly, though, yeah, yeah. some days, some mm-hmm. days. <laughs> but anyway, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. So we are back uh, with the Ron Colley admin team. So uh, let's talk about the growth that we've seen in Ron Colley. I know in my time here, I've seen, I've been blessed to see a lot of growth, uh, a lot of things that have been beautiful gifts. Uh, and so, what are you guys seeing in regard to like growth of across the board with many different things? Well, we can talk about growth of enrollment. Sure. Uh, we're excited about that. There was a declining enrollment for uh, consistently uh, over, I don't know, 10, 15 years. I guess there was a couple of years where we even stayed even or maybe gained a couple students. But we saw, we saw growth of almost 40 kids last year. Mm. And, and, and uh, a lot of factors go into that. First of all, with uh, how we reacted to the pandemic, I think, was key. Uh, we took uh, a more common-sense approach rather than group thought, group thought our way through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that was important. But more importantly, I think, uh, back to what we talked about in the first segment, um, I, I think we're trying to be boldly Catholic, and mm-hmm. I think that is attractive to, to a lot of folks. Uh, and in fact, uh, gosh, help me out, has there been, what, five, six, seven um, inquiries just in the last two weeks in terms of people that are interested in coming here. I would say at least we've had two visits, um, shadow days up here at the junior high high school in the last week. Yeah. Yeah. We've done some things that I think make a difference. Um, one of the first things I did was create a Catholic identity committee and, and, uh, well, when back when she was a teacher, uh, interning, she, uh, Tammy, uh, kind of took over, took the lead on that uh, on that committee, and it's it's been important, I think, to the growth that we've seen within the school. You want to speak to that at all, Tammy? Sure. Well, we decided that we needed to spend a little bit more time, um, kind of hyper focused on on our mission and and what our goals were, and so developed a uh, Catholic Identity Committee where we gather um, as often as we can and discuss. Uh, you know, kind of the direction that we want to take the school and how we're going to infuse uh, Catholic, our Catholic identity into everything that we do. So those are meetings that are held with um, our campus ministry, our, our teachers who are responsible for some of the 
courses that uh, kids are taking and we look at everything from the school environment to you know what we're hanging on the walls uh, to prayers uh, kids are learning at different ages and, and all of those components together uh, to come up with um, a plan and a vision for for the future yeah those are great opportunities for us like like an unexamined life i've heard it's not a life well lived well so too an unexamined school especially a catholic school is like it's like it's like trying to get unstuck from a a, a deep snowdrift, right? You're just spinning your wheels. So Catholic, I, Catholic identity community has been a great thing, and a great piece of growth. We probably don't meet often enough, to tell you the truth. Uh, we've got a lot of other things going on, but uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, that's got to be integral in what we do. Is is that Catholic identity committee? Um, We've got a great mission statement here mm -hmm. um, at, at Roncalli about instilling Catholic values and promoting academic excellence by nurturing the mind, body, and the soul. So we think that ties in really well with Bishop DeGroote mm -hmm. and the vision that he's brought to this diocese. Again, everybody tries to memorize this, right? right? Lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Boy, those are powerful words. Yes. And so we, we try to fit tongue and groove uh, with our um, mission statement and, and the vision of Bishop DeGrood, and I, I, I think it's worked so far. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some tangible things that uh, we have been doing within the system to help be lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship? Well, I think up here in our building at uh, 712, we have adoration twice a week. Um, we're seeing our students in the chapel, our staff members in the chapel, along with our community members that come in and do adoration in the chapel twice a week. Um, that's been very powerful, I think, for um, all of us. And then we have the Lumen Christi team that's here um, working with our students. Those three missionaries are doing an awesome job, and I hear great things um, about them from parents of the relationships they're building with um, our students as well. So I think those are two very um, tangible, observable things that we're doing. And one thing to note about adoration is Tuesday, Thursday, all day. Hmm. Like not just an hour, it's all day. So that's a great gift. Yeah, up here at the junior high, high school, it's a little shorter time for the elementary yeah. kids. Cause yeah. <laughs> um, but up here, that is awesome. Yeah. All day. Absolutely. I would reiterate what Paula said. Adoration has been, has been so vital this year, and we we're so excited to be able to offer it, especially to our littlest uh, Cavaliers down there with the kindergartners, and to watch them. You know, it's just a 10-minute time frame, and it's, it's priest-led, whether that be Father Schulte or Father Cohn. You know, they're actively involved in that uh, mission as well. So that has been key. Uh, another thing that I have noticed this year, I have lots of teachers who have stepped out of their comfort zone to become Eucharistic ministers, which is something that over the past few years they've been uh, a little bit nervous about getting involved in that, and uh, we're trained, and uh, that's, so that is um, so awesome to see. And then for myself, in terms of growth, you know, I did uh, enroll or um, was accepted, I should say, into a program beginning this summer um, through the um, St. Thomas. I'll be heading to campus uh, in Minnesota at St. Thomas, St. Thomas campus there um, to get a certificate in Catholic school leadership. So I was trained mm -hmm you know, through Northern with mm -hmm. my master's degree in principalship, but to be able to have that Catholic side of things, um, I'm really looking forward to diving into that program and uh, letting that see where yeah, that takes me with great. that. So. Absolutely. Couple of, uh, that's, and that is wonderful. Uh, we look forward to her bringing her experience over at St. Thomas back to Roncalli and, and uh, finding new and better ways yeah. uh, to, to further that Catholic mission. 
couple things that I was going to visit about were Wednesdays also. Yeah. The tangible things. Yes. Uh, again, coming out of the um, the pandemic, uh, at first we were trying to think outside the box. Uh, my uh, my team that I put together to make decisions as as we encountered things that we have never before yeah. in in, uh, in schools. And so we made a lot of decisions. One of those was early dismissal on Wednesdays. And, and this was a stretch for me. Um, it really was. And, and, and the committee convinced me that if, if we're going to be smart and be proactive about how, how we handle this pandemic, that we would do early dismissals on Wednesdays where the kids, uh, the kids go home on, at 1 o'clock and that's time for professional development. Now, originally that was to prepare for all of the challenges that may come out of this pandemic, but it really has turned into something else. Uh, it's developed into, uh, I think, a well-laid-out plan where two of those Wednesdays uh, teachers work on their own professional development in their specific area. Mm -hmm. um, one of those is for social-emotional training, and, and so we receive that one of those Wednesdays. And the fourth Wednesday, or once a month, what we do is uh, spiritual development. And so it, it really gives some consistency to our professional development, uh, both academically and emotionally and, uh, most important, spiritually as well. So that I think that has um, paid dividends down the road. Absolutely. Can you talk about uh, what specific things we've done at the Spiritual Enrichment Days that have really helped us kind of frame our mindset as we're continuing to move forward through Father Dickinson has been leading us through that uh, process. Uh, again, his involvement with our school system has been wonderful. And one of the ways that he's involved is um, he and I are kind of in charge of that spiritual development portion of uh, professional development. Um, he's taken the lead, obviously. He's, he's got the collar, so he's the expert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've done two book studies. Uh, last year, um, the bishop, or Bishop DeGrood, proposed uh, for our entire diocese the book From Christendom to the Apostolic Mission. And so what we did, this was a great opportunity for us to tackle that as a staff. And so Father Dickinson walked us through that book. Um, shout out to North Dakota, Monsignor Shea. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's got his name on that book. And, mm -hmm. and uh, boy, that was an eye-opener for me as well. Mm -hmm. uh, just the fact on how we've have to view the students that come into our school buildings and the type of environment and the mindset they, that those families uh, come in uh, or sh how, how society is shaping those mindsets as they walk into our school buildings. It's totally different than it was 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of what we, wasn't any solutions in the book, but it cer certainly laid out um, reality in, in, in what we're encountering. Absolutely, yeah. It definitely, that was a great gift to me in particular of looking at how our culture has shifted and how we have to respond. And I know we've done a lot of great things at the school to help with that. Uh, so we got about a minute left. Do you guys have any closing thoughts that you have with us about Ron Cali, about Everdeen Catholic School System, uh, for any parent who may be listening who is maybe now interested? A couple things that come to my mind. First of all, we're important. Mm -hmm. We're important to what's happening out there in our community. We're an option that I think we make a difference. One of the, you know, the public school system does a good job of educating our kids in the, in this in this community. Um, but I will tell you that we're a real option. Um, and the one thing that makes us different is that Catholicity, mm -hmm. that Catholic identity. We can bring. Um, 
nurturing that soul into our school building and into our kids. Amen. So we have a great gift of Catholic education here in Aberdeen. If you're interested, check us out. But don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 10.